on? It is on. It's it's always on when you say hello. Yes, it's it's the hottest it'll ever be. Oh, are we live? Are we recording? This is actually recording. Yes, I uh, I, I double checked. Uh, listen, man, one out of eighty-two times. Listen, you know. Hey, man, you know I gotta bring it up one out of eighty-two times. Yeah, yeah. Shoot me, kill me. It's all good. No, I never want to do that. That's awful. Jeez. That was that was kind of that was kind of extreme, wasn't it? God, kill I me. I could have I could have eased into that. I could have eased into it. What's going on, man? Oh, man, just just hanging out, man. Just fucking just uh just living it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You sound <laughs> you sound super excited about how 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 things are going. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, just got man. back to work. You know, just uh nothing Nothing too new, really. Yeah, I got made a uh, a moderator this week of a page on Facebook. It's kind of weird. Mm, are you getting moderate pay? Uh, no, they're sending me some free merch. There's that. There's that. Okay, though. So this isn't for work. This is for stuff you like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for, for another beer chugging page. <laughs> word. Oh, okay. So you out here, uh, multiple multiple chugging pages giving you love. Yes, yeah. This one, this one's it's it's not as it's not nearly as big as the the first one I was in. The first yeah. one I was in, I was like, you're in it. There's like over three hundred thousand people in it. This yeah. one is only like six thousand. It's just you started. Said, you said it so confidently. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Another one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm in like I'm in like what is it? It's, I'm in like two beer chugging pages and like. Like six heavy metal pages and like this <laughs> mullet group that I'm slowly starting to like take over. A mullet group. <laughs> I, I heard that mullet. correctly. The mullet that changed my life. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> actually, <laughs> you know, Business on uh, all sides. Yeah. No, I'm. Yeah. I'm. Re- I'm reaching. You know. I'm reaching no out. No doubt, man. There's a uh, actually like they. Uh, they made a post a couple weeks ago about like joining the Snapchat group, and I was mm. like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get mine in there." And they added me too, and there's only like 20 people in it, but like all these people, I guess, so they've been in this group for a couple months now. Like I said, I don't know any of these fucking people, <laughs> but like, I've, I've grown to know these people over the past month or so. You busting the door like, "Sup, y'all?" <laughs> yes, big time. <laughs> <laughs> like I've got them doing like fucking Fridays, shit face Saturdays, shotgun Sundays. You know, does Tuesday have and- a name? Uh, no, I don't, I'm not. I, I'm just a weekend warrior, you know. <laughs> true enough. True enough. True enough. That's what's up, man. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, man. They're so, actually they're fucking they're having a they're having like a huge get together, I guess, here at uh, the beginning of next month at the uh, at the Talladega race, the NASCAR race. Oh, so you about to you about to shoot the gun, <laughs> the starter pistol? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss that one. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> I've been asked if I'm going. Yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to pass on that. I've got well, plans know, for Halloween, so building up anticipation for when they they eventually do see you. Yeah, I think they're gonna be like, "Holy shit, that dude, that dude lives it." <laughs> He's a real boy. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's yeah, what's man. Up. How you been, bro? Oh, I'm chilling, man. Uh, enjoying myself, man. Um, you know, in this. 
this time of uh, growth and and introspection, you know what? You know, I came to a conclusion recently. What's that? Um, I need more black porn stars to appreciate. It's pretty slim pickings out there, isn't it? Yeah, the the the, the market is kind of uh, kind of rough, man. Um, because I mean, listen, Jasmine Cashmere, Cashmere, she she moved out the neighborhood. Maya G moved out the neighborhood. Alicia Tyler passed away. <laughs> yeah, Alicia Tyler passed away, and like this, and I feel kind of like like this ain't like like posthumous albums, like listening to Tupac, listening to Nipsey. <laughs> like I feel a little bit weird going back on her work or like Hunter Bryce's work. I don't it's for like, some reason I don't feel weird yet with Shia Styles, rest in peace. But I feel weird kind of going back on that kind of posthumous work. Man. Um, so yeah, I mean Anya Ivy is out here doing her thing, but she don't fuck black dudes. Like I have never seen one video of her <laughs> and a black dude. And it, it kinda makes me feel away. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to tell a couple people to go ahead and skip past this part when they listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, man, it's an art it's an art form. It's an art, man, um, yeah. It just you know, it makes you feel away. Like you know what kind of annoys me too. Like there's like black porn stars who don't fuck with black dudes. You know what kind of annoys me too. What's that? White porn stars who don't fuck with black dudes. And so, like, it's, it's 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 crazy industry. You, well, it's based on fucking life. Like we're just taboo, and so like the pay isn't there. Um, you know, they may look at you differently with your career. Like, like you can look at certain stars and know that like you gonna be wasting your fingers if you press like Rachel Rock's black. Like you just, you're gonna find you just like, you're not gonna find it. You're not gonna find it, right? So I mean, salute to like Brandy Love. Um, so <laughs> and you know what bothers me too. Like white porn stars who only fuck with black dudes. <laughs> I just I can't win. I'm just annoyed by the entire. Win. I'm annoyed by the entire industry. Like as a black man, like I'm somewhat flattered, but like you know how we talked before about like you know black music and like Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus. They want to link up with Timbaland, Pharrell, Mike Will made it. And then, like, leave leave the game. Oh, it was a phase. It was a phase, right? Yeah. It's like... It's a phase. <laughs> <laughs> just had to, had to knock that out real quick, you know? We're back to square one. <laughs> back to square one, I had to fuck with fucking Mandingo with his big jungle cock. And that's just in the fucking description, you know, four, five, seven, nine times. And then yeah, I'm back to back to what I was. Had to had to leave the game for a little bit. Um, had to reinvent myself. It was just a phase. It's totally not me. Oh um, shit! I'm even bothered by like like a little bit. I'm even bothered by like blacked.com and blackedraw.com. Cause like someone <laughs> told me about black ambush. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the yeah, black ambush duck <laughs> Like what the fuck? Bro Ambush is crazy. <laughs> That's a crazy fucking term. Black ambush. I can't stop saying it. 
ambush. Like, like those sites, like all they do is just, they're just very exploitive. Very like, Hey, let's, you know, perpetuate this, this notion of like the big black savage cock. <laughs> who just fucks everything? I'm gonna get for this one. I mean, <laughs> listen. Down this motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, listen, man. We gotta go there. They got a hard camera too. It's a little different than ours. We got we gotta go there, right? You know, like I hate stockings in flicks. You know where I see stockings the most? Interracial. <laughs> I can't win, dog. I can't, I can't win. Go do your little search. Go do your little search one day. This, oh my god! However, however you search, man, you gonna see the you gonna see an abundance of stockings in the interracial like category, and I refuse to believe that that is a coincidence. I refuse to believe, knowing because believing what I believe about like people and taboos and sex and and. and that industry being its own kind of reflection of life plus, you know, with the volume turned up, you know what I'm saying, fantasies and whatnot. I refuse to believe that that abundance of stuff pantyhose in the interracial category. It, say what? Nobody's got all them stockings. Like, yeah. On the legs. Oh, Tyrone's coming over. Let me, let me fucking put the, the stockings on. Right. Oh, Brad's on the way. Don't need these. <laughs> what? <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. Uh, introspection. What I need. Yeah. Man. It's a dirty man. business, man. Dirty business. Need more, need more filters on there, you know, like on <laughs> on them sites. <laughs> you got, <laughs> I couldn't even. You tried to hand me the baton. I couldn't even. I couldn't, I couldn't grab it. I couldn't grab it. You got any any pet peeves in that business? Uh, motherfuckers talking too much, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was about to give an imitation, but I was like, no, let me chill. <laughs> let me relax. Uh, I kind of feel you, though. I kind of feel you. But you know what? I kind of like when she's doing, or I said I kind of, or not like, I kind of don't like when she's doing too much. Yeah, like acting like... Like now, listen. I know this is a feature film, but don't overact. Don't. You I know, know you've been nominated for so many AVNs, but like, shut the fuck up. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know your lines, but you ain't gotta overact. You know what I'm saying? Don't be a parody of yourself. You got here for a reason. Man, I remember back in the day, back like we were in high school, we'd be watching like because like, back in the day, you know, like like oh shit. Parents are gone. Let's, let's let's watch that flick, and it's like it'd just be all the bros like watching oh, some shit. shit. Did you did you know that dude? <laughs> <laughs> but yo, we've been watching bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean bloopers? Bro, look it up. <laughs> is that a category too? Man, like it, I'm sure it is actually. That's funny. Porn <laughs> bloopers. Had her in the chair with one leg up and the whole shit just the chair flipped over. <laughs> oh, we got we got we got to take that again. Right, right. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Now, Austin, take it from fuck me with your big black cock and go. Holy shit! 
porn bloopers. That is hilarious. Yeah. I, that's that's what's up. That's what's up. I might yeah, one day. I might have to. <laughs> I'll send you a text. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking hilarious, man. Holy shit. Oh. Otherwise, man. Um, in uh, in my day to day, I'm a little sore. My body's. Well, I um, you know, in a in a sense, um, you know, man, some people would would may say I'm a little little whore. I think the less evolved people would say those things, but you know, me myself, I say that you know, nobody's out here who loves me, and if they say they love me, they forgot the 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 verb aspect of it. They're not doing it right. I've got no set commitments. I'm being safe. I'm not hurting anybody. Uh, Big Ren, man, we recorded last week. And yes. in that week, I have been to three different gyms just giving it up. Just take my body. Do what you want to do with me. Oh, you found a gym finally. Oh, man, I've been out here just giving it up on the first visit. <laughs> I seen a bench press. I was like, yeah, take it. Whap, whap, whap. Yeah, man. I, uh, yeah, needed that, man. Back here, back here on the gym and, and doing, you know. Listen, man, I, I grabbed the fucking Nike sleeves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Grab my compression stockings. pants. Grab my compression pants. Hey, they're compression pants, man. Not my stockings. I'm not fucking black dudes. At the fucking <laughs> I grab my, grab my compression pants. This is our last episode. About <laughs> <laughs> to burn this motherfucker down. Burn this whole shit down, man. Barn burner. Um, I took my uh, I grabbed my compression pants. You know what I'm saying? Grab the headphones. Made made sure they were fully charged. Made sure the phone was fully charged. I practiced my bop in the mirror before I left. And uh, yeah, man, feels good, man. My titties, my titties a little sore. My uh, my legs a little bit, yeah, yeah, man, feels good out here being a real boy. Um, I was like, of the of the twenty or so people who were there, only like four of us were wearing masks, and I was one of them. I don't know what I don't know what that says about me or anyone else or the climate, but I just feel like that's something that should be something that should be mentioned. Um. You know, you know how it is. Had me masked up, man. Even on the treadmill, a little bit. Now, I can understand, like, if you're really hitting some cardio, that mask might be hard. But, like, oh, yeah. I'm only warming up, so I'm not taking my mask off just to warm up. Mm. Like, when I went and got my COVID test, like, they did, like, the, like, checking my breathing and shit with, like, the stethoscope and shit like that. And, like, I went yeah. to pull a mask down to, like, breathe. She's like, no, I'll leave that on. I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You gonna make it seem like I got the shit. Right, right, right. <laughs> they pulled out a stethoscope, bro. Yeah, bro. Hit me up three times on the back. Wasn't you in your car? Yeah, bro. I leaned up, like hit my head on hit my shades on the visor and all that shit. Like fuck. Fuck what my wipers the f- up. <laughs> Damn, gee. They, the I haven't I, the stethoscope. They checked your breathing. Yeah. They checked your heartbeat. Wow, okay. Damn. Speaking of this whole fucking COVID thing, man, this news dropped today. Um, 
or rather a couple days ago by the time y'all hear this, man. I don't know if you've seen this, but so apparently, and I forget the author's name, but he sat down with uh, number 45, uh, Agent Orange, and this was back in like March. And he's, he's putting this book together. The book is going to be dropping soon. But like your cousin's boy was like, yeah, I knew back in December, January that COVID was a fucking problem and that people are going to be at stake. <laughs> people are going to die. But I didn't want to make the world panic. I played it down because people were going to panic. And I'm like, if that is not the most American fucking thing, <laughs> like, even away from the joke aspect of it, like, our leader, our leader knew that this pandemic could be a thing, that this disease, that this illness is 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 life-threatening and has the power that it has. And my man is just like, no, I'm good. Just trying to keep everybody calm, bro. Bro, it is uh, that is. uh, I don't even know the words. Like the more you think, like we can't get any more American than we've been. No, there's another level of of America that (laughs) brush that shit off, bro. My man knew. Not my man. Your cousin's man knew. That we could be in this spot and we're just like, fuck it. Like, I don't know if the gravity of that is really hitting the listener. Like, we've talked about it here before. Every other country has gotten this shit down pat, right? They took care of their patrons. They gave them more than one little $1,200 check. They paid them to stay home. They made them wear masks. It didn't become like a political debate. <laughs> We have, we, even with the pandemic, right, we, instead of, like, doing what we're supposed to do to curve the pandemic, we made, we made it normal to go to work during a pandemic. Yeah. Like, that is who we are. Ever since. I mean, hell. I mean, except for last week. (laughs) Say it again? Oh, well, yeah, right. But, like, as a nation, instead of doing what we were supposed to do, being led properly, we chose to normalize working through a pandemic. That's just that's just a tough American way, bub. It's, bu- it's bullshit. Up. It's bullshit is what it is. I think, what, up- upwards of 200,000 people have died from, from COVID or at least COVID-related, you know, COVID being an accelerator. Like... And the thing is, too, I'm realizing or and and, and just reading and kind of just putting things together that like the one of the reasons why we're not just doing what we're supposed to do is because if we do, it's going to be an admission that we've been full of shit for generations about how we can take care of our patrons. Yeah, it makes sense. And it's fucked. (laughs) It's fucked. It's the, it's, it's the it's the American dream. So this is a dream. All the people who spout that American dream shit didn't do it that way. I know. <laughs> like they didn't pull themselves up by their bootstraps. They had even even if they didn't have rich relatives, 
Like they had a system in place to help them get there. Or you just had a lost touch ass black dude who just forgot and just didn't know no better. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm baffled, dog. I'm befuddled. I'm I'm baffled at the whole thing. It's it's pretty wild. It's it's like I'm not I'm not used to being surprised at anything. <clears throat> I'm just not surprised at anything. Everything is wrestling, right? We talk about it. Everything is wrestling. Donald Trump has collaborated with the WWE on multiple occasions. And he got a stunner by Stone Cold, including that, right? And so watching his campaign, I, my man got elected off of wrestling promos. He got elected off of promos. And so we sit here now with our first, I just, I can't even find the words, dog. I can't find the words. We are a different ass breed, man. America. I mean, man, just, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't even know. I ain't got the words, man. And the thing is, it don't even matter because the people who are going to vote for him are going to find a way to a, a way to make this sound like that's it's okay. Oh yeah. I mean, if they if they've sat with Duke through this whole thing, I mean, listen, I can ride through, I ride up and up and down these highways, going to different venues, and there's fucking just banners, homemade banners. There's fucking signs on trees for half a mile. Like, th- people are dedicated to this man. And it's people that he don't give a fuck about. No, he don't care about nobody. Like, he would not. <laughs> like, you can't. You you can't. Uh, uh, I'm bugging, bro. I'm super bugging at, like, how we've got here. I'm super bugging at how we got here. Just wait till, wait till 2021, whenever the mind's fucked up the, the day. Listen, man, that dyslexic Mayan, I know he can't wait, because I'm, I'm damn near can't wait. I damn near can't wait. I'm looking wait. forward to 2022. Like, it'll be, once we get to 2022, I'm like, bet. Fuck, why you say? Made it. We made it past 2021. <laughs> Fuck, dude. We, dude, the, the, the best we could ask for is that 2021, like, nothing happens. Hopefully, shit. I mean, I mean, today, fuck. Today, I would have been on vacation. I would, I would have been camp. I would have been in the fucking woods right now, camping at that festival right fucking now. If this shit wouldn't have fucked everything up, I'm gonna be selfish to say, but I, I would have been out in the woods, shotgun yeah. beers with some motherfuckers I just <laughs> met for a whole weekend, <laughs> getting Hell. fucked up. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you can go to any fucking resort and find new friends, new strangers to kick it with. And the way this shit is rolling, man, you get fucked. Hell, I, I texted you. I was at a wed- I was at a, a wedding an hour away from you. <laughs> You'd have found a whole gang of people to kick it with. Nah, not that. I probably. I mean, I probably <laughs> one of drinks, but that's about it. They show had a beer truck and some wine slushies. Yeah, <laughs> that's not really. And it was Bud Light. <laughs> and it was Bud Light. You just. <laughs> You'd have, you'd have over. Oh my God! Look down on all them people. 
How, how was that shit? Anything get happened? Get, get wild? Nah, man. My my parties be kind of straight, man. Um, it's a lot of love in the room for my parties, man. I, I had one DJ. He had a uh, he had to deal with a fight in the parking lot for his shit. second show. So his dance floor is his whole day kind of <laughs> was a little off, but you know it ain't his fault. It ain't his fault. I can't wait to fire him. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's about to be busy season. But come to <laughs> come November, come December. Oh, yes. <laughs> cut, cuts in the roster being made. Um, but yeah, man, we're fucking American. Um, speaking of man, not America, but speaking of shows, I actually have a show in the hometown. What, boy? Do I know? Em? Uh, no, because they actually. I looked up their home address. They actually live like an hour away. Um, why are they doing it in the hometown? I guess there's a really dope, uh, really dope golf club that they wanted to uh, enjoy. Shit, um, which one? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off air. Okay. Um, not, not any of the ones you immediately think of. This one I didn't know existed until I saw it. Um, but I yeah, know what you're talking about. So this is. Um, if y'all are hearing this on the day it drops, as you should, uh, tomorrow I'm gonna be making a a drive to the hometown to to do some work out here. So I don't know what I'm gonna do afterwards, man, because I'm gonna be done late, and so it ain't really like I'll probably be done done around like midnight. So I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna reach out. Hey, I'm around. You know, what I'm saying I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, it, 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 it's weird going back home nowadays. Is it? I mean, like, I mean, like, I don't, I don't expect too much about going back home anymore. Yeah. You know, like now like I got used to. Well, like, I, mean, I, I actually, uh, I actually talked to a, a, an old hombre. Yeah. This past weekend, on the phone for yeah. a little while. One and, that uh, you had to. Did you ask who was this when they texted you first? No, no, no. I, I had the number. <laughs> Okay, they reached out during this during no, the. No, uh, I, I I reached out. Okay, okay. Because uh, no, he commented on one of my shotgun videos, so I, yeah. I gave him a call. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, I was talking to him on the phone, like, and uh, like he didn't he didn't have a car or nothing, so mm. I was like, fuck, uh, have your mom drive you halfway, and I'll fucking come pick you up halfway, and you know. And, Whenever we take you back, we'll just have your mom meet you halfway, and I'll drive back halfway, and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, custody battle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, straight up when I got off the phone, man, I was like, man, I don't want him to come down. I don't really want to hang out with him. Oh, friend. <laughs> and, dude, it's one of the homies. You got caught up in the magic of talking to your long-lost homie? And then, yeah, then it was like, man, like... He comes down here, bro. We're gonna, we're gonna, like, I'm, I'm gonna get into it with him. Oh, like, like, nah, it's just. I don't want you to say who it is. I think I got a feeling. Is it the homie we went to with? Yeah, yeah, because I'm nice. Yeah, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. That's rough. That's rough. My man's got caught up in the magic of the old flame. Want to put it back together? Listen, (laughs) I've been there. (laughs) I got got phone, bro. I said, fuck that. My man had that post nut clarity off the phone and shit. Oh no, I don't want this. What the fuck? What was I talking about? It's like, no, man. Because <laughs> like straight up, like, cause I talked to him on Friday, and I like, 
I, I I had to work on Saturday, but I was like, yeah, I could see if mom will go meet you, like meet you guys halfway. Mm. So I know she'd be down because she loves him too, you mm. know. And like, and like he was down, and then he was like, "Wait, you talking about tomorrow?" Like, because was like trying to on the spot, you yeah. know, because he ain't working. So it ain't like he got like anything to do. Yeah, and yeah. once I told him I was like, "Yeah, tomorrow," he's like, "No, I can't do tomorrow." I was like, oh, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm curious. Why couldn't he do tomorrow? He had he had some reason. No. And, and then he was talking about like doing it like this weekend. Like I I'm not I'm not gonna reach out. Mm. You know. Mm. Like, nah. It happens that way, man. It happens that way. It's Sometimes like, the it, it, it sucks, but like I mean, it's, there's no animosity. It's just mm. like it's just like I don't like I don't know, man. I'm just kind of. <laughs> Kind of over it, you know. Like, I'm I see. going home so many times trying to see somebody, and like, don't ever happen. Sometimes I, you gotta dip that toe in the pool, man. Um, just to see who's out there, you know. See how to see what the temperature is. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, congratulations on your post nut clarity. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jeez, as soon as you said that, Junior just farted, and then he went right in my fucking face. <laughs> Getting it from both ends. Talk, talk about clarity. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I don't know what to expect for uh, the visit home, man, because I got to kind of be, like, right back. I mean, either, you know, I might stay a day. I don't know what I'm going to do on that day. Like, there's a um, there's a local restaurant that I would like to go to for breakfast sometimes, but I can't go there again because fucking one of the workers had, you know, the Make America Great Again hats. Well, they were slick with how they did it. Like, it was the same six-panel hat, and the front had the red, that red, and the font on it had, like, a similar font, but it had, like, the the back panels were in black. So, it wasn't the hat, but it was the hat, and it had, like, uh, the name of the restaurant on front, like, in a similar style. So, I'm like, damn, I just had my last pancakes in this motherfucker, man. I think I, think I know what spot you're talking to. I've never been there. I always wanted to go. It's on It's on Logan. Uh, Gilbert. Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Gilbert Street. By oh, the, uh, yeah. The Say what? We've been there before. Yeah, man, yeah. And I shouldn't have been surprised. Like, yeah. we know where we from. Yeah. We know where we're from. 35,000. I shouldn't have been surprised. I was still I disappointed. On Logan Street. Say what? I thought you were talking about the spot on Logan's trail. I was like, nah, they ain't going, they ain't doing that. <laughs> if it, no, if that, 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 that the homie's family owns? Yeah. No, like, no, 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 no. Not a chance. Maybe old ownership. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see how that goes, man. I might see what's up with my auntie or something. But that's the thing, too. Like, I don't have a lot of time. So it ain't like yeah. I can just hit up everybody like, yo, I'm around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't fit all those people in. But, like, what if, like, I don't tell somebody and I see them in the street? Like, then I'm the asshole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I, well, like, I hit up somebody last time I was going back home. And, like, I was just home for the day. Mm-hmm. And I knew he was, I, I knew most likely he was going to be out of town anyways because he was out of town on the weekends. Like, when I was leaving town, I seen it, like, he was driving. He 
He's a fucking. He had his trailer, and I was like, I think I know that motherfucker. <laughs> I fucking sped up and like got next to him, and like we just like talked for like maybe thirty seconds driving down, driving on the highway. Yeah, from car to car, and I was like, hey, well, I mean, sucks I didn't get to see you long. We're glad I got to see you at least. Down the highway. Know? That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, man. I ain't been home in like seven months, man. I went for a funeral. And I couldn't tell you the last time I was at home before that. So, yeah, no, I, I think I said on the last show, like one day for me now is like really all I like to take anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I get I get one night of hanging out with people. That's fine with me. The next day, like people are all busy and shit. It's like fuck all this. I'm gonna go ahead and head, head home. <laughs> gonna head on out. So, I mean, like, it's cool now, though, too, because I got my boys up in northern Indiana, and Dan was only two hours from there, so I go up to northern Indiana for the weekend, go back to Danville for one Sunday, I'm set. True, true, a little, little taste back home, man, I feel you. Oh. I feel you, I feel you. Uh, might be time to get started, man, let's go ahead and do that, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 83. Of the hard camera, T H C L X X X I I I and I am your guy, your guy, Juve J U V. Just honey, your visual. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, <clears throat> Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are Joey Janelle and Sunny Kiss. Big Ren, let them know they can reach you on the social medias, dog. You got it, amigo. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram. At a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f h u c k a. Then y'all can also fucking find me on Snapchat at moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. Check it out, y'all. No doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter and the instant grams at juvie desa. You know that's j u v i d e s a y u n o. Check out me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter and the Instagrams at the Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? There's stuff there, live coverage, predictions, witticisms, this, that, and the third. But most importantly, you listen to us via a multitude, a myriad of ways. Some are listening on Spotify. Some are listening on Google Podcasts. Some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Breaker. Regardless of where you're listening, how you're listening, tell somebody you love. Tell them that we got some good content, man. Heartwarming content. Heart-building content. Content with, you know, a couple pet peeves. Content that don't like stockings, but content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> I'm broke. I couldn't get it out. Uh, it's all good. I felt it. I felt it in your heart. I felt it in your heart, man. Big Ren. We've got the rare, uh, rare lately, considering how these, um, how these these weeks weeks have been, man. We've got the rare, just recap show today. We had AEW's All Out 2020. Before we get into uh, what we thought about each show. Let's recap the numbers and see how we did. Big Ren. I should the bet on this one. You say you think you should the bet? Yeah. <laughs> well, Big Ren went six of eight 
taking his total to 42 out of 66 for 63.63%. You got Juve went 5 for 8. Taking my total to 39 of 66 for 59.09. You, you, you're trying to creep away. I'm not having it. But you're trying. This was weird, too. Like, I looked over. I went to, to calculate. And I was like, yo, I kind of, I feel like I blew this one. <laughs> I blew this one, too. Right. But I'm like, well, okay, 5-8 ain't bad. I'm like, oh, shit. Ran with the 6 out of 8. Um, But, yeah. It's two so, weeks in a row, I mean. Listen, man. You're trying to creep. And I don't like it. <laughs> but uh, it's September. We got a lot of time left. Uh, we on the way there, man. We on the way. Um, overall, man, what'd you think of All Out? I thought it was decent. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, I liked uh, last year's All Out a whole lot more. But considering that was, the, like, the first ma- major pay-per-view of the fucking mm-hmm. business that had to be a showstopper, you know. You? Especially with everything going on right now, um, wasn't full capacity. I think they said it on this past week's uh, Dynamite. Maybe a couple hundred people were there. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. You know, that's one thing. I was thinking about this yesterday or the day before. That's one thing I've got to commend about not only AEW, but also WWE. Like, this whole thing, you know, when people start, I started working from home from in, in March, but, you know, this pandemic was, was gearing up. Now I know you know you know NFL was in the off season, um, you know NBA was in the swing of their season, MLB was about to start, but you know you know everybody had to regroup and stop and like think it through. Now this could be a positive or a negative. I'm, I'm I'm mentioning it in a positive way, but like wrestling didn't stop. No, didn't. Wrestling is mean, like, there every week. Ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, like wrestling, professional wrestling is is the biggest sport out there. Like, honestly, tell me I about mean, it. Considering, I mean, there's no off days, bro. This shit goes year round. They don't stop. Period. No, I mean, and like when this shit, when everything's fucking moving, I mean, with like if we were back to normal, bro, like WWE's hitting house shows every fucking day of the week. Yeah. And then doing the two live shows, well, three live shows with NXT three times a week. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No off-season. There is no. content every single week. Um, so I got to commend I got to commend the quick thinking at the very least. I got to oh, commend yeah. the resources. I mean, I guess I got to commend like uh, you know, putting pulling themselves up by their bootstraps. Vince McMahon has a whole performance center. And Tony Khan has an entire, like, football stadium. But, still, <laughs> wrestling did not stop. No. Which, which has to be commended. has to be commendable. Um, as far as All Out, you know what? As a show, as a whole, I fucked with it. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Um, I saw some people, you know, they had their, they had their I don't want to say issues, but, you know, had some issues with it. Um, what were their issues? You said what? what? were the issues? Well, just I guess some matches just didn't hit like they wanted to, and I get that gripe. But like, as an overall start to finish show, highs and lows, and overall quality, I'm not more mad at all at what they put out. I'm There's more mad. highs than lows for sure. Yeah, you know, let's start with the highs, man. What would you say is your uh, your favorite match, your match of the night? And sometimes if that's different. Can't... Sometimes it's different. There might be a best match, or might be a favorite match. But go ahead, my fault. Um, best match I think was FTR and Omega and Hangman. 
Okay. Okay. Was it your favorite match of the night too? Um. Yeah, I'd say so. Just because I'd say yeah, just because uh, I feel like there's more to lose and more to gain mm. on that match. Okay. Talk me through, you? man. What you what you think of the match overall? Oh, I mean, shit, dude. I mean, it was it was the coming to an end. You yeah. know, like we knew it was gonna happen. And I mean, we didn't we didn't necessarily know 100 percent that FTR was gonna win, but like mm-hmm. we've seen the we've seen the placement of how things have been going lately for the, the cracks Omega. in the elite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and they brought it all to the table. We ate. <laughs> Everybody eats, B. Um. So I've got two takeaways from this match. Now, this match to me, it wasn't my match of the night. Actually, it was, my, it was probably my second favorite match of the night, and probably I, I probably say tied with the uh, Young Bucks Jurassic Express match. Okay, um, yeah, that was too. This match, I I really did like. I feel like it didn't quite hit how we thought it would, how we wanted it to, but still, still great match. You know what I mean? The the story was there. The two things I'm taking away, this is combined with the match and also the the interviews on this past AEW Dynamite. Um, for one, now this one I came to especially you know, watching Dynamite. For one, Adam Page is probably the best babyface in, in AEW right now. Yes. Um, and I'll dig in deeper in a second. Secondly, this was only compounded by the recent Dynamite, but on Sunday... <laughs> <laughs> I walked away saying Adam Page has to beat Kenny Omega's ass. It's Kenny <laughs> Kenny Omega is a self-centered poser fake ass friend. Get him out of here. He ain't a road dog. He ain't road dog. He's always he's always been one to I mean, uh, maybe during this whole time they've been a tag team, the only thing he's been thinking about is his singles run. Dude, throughout this whole this, – this story is so brilliant. <laughs> it's so deep. Because with, with Adam Page, every issue he's had, right, whether it's drinking, whether it's with other people, like he had his, his tiff with Matt and Nick, he uh, – drinking issues, just every, every issue he's had. He has always had Kenny Omega's back. Yep. He has never let Kenny down. Kenny, on the other hand. And even and even to dig in more with Adam, before we even get there, every tag team title defense, Adam Page got the victory. Yep. And then when it came out of them losing, yeah, Adam Page took the L, but Kenny didn't have his back to make the save. He didn't have his back most of that match. But was doubting Adam the whole time. Yep. Once they shook was, hands, Adam stand, Page was focused. He wouldn't even stand on the fucking on the uh, on the ring apron half Dude. the time. He was standing on the floor. Yeah. Right. Throughout this entire thing, no matter what issues Adam Page has had, he always had his tag team partner. His tag team partner, who they have a tag team championship with, he never let it get in the way of defending the championship. He might have been waiting on last call a little bit a couple times, but he always got there. Because he wanted to end that match early to go (laughs) get it, right? (laughs) However, 
Kenneth of the Omegas. Kenneth. <laughs> Ken. 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 Every issue, every issue that Adam Page had, Kenny Omega, all he did was doubt whether Adam Page was focused. When the revolution match between the Bucks and Page and Omega happened, who was the emotional, oh, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do? Kenny Omega's lame ass. Defend your championship. It's bad enough that it's one thing to be like on the fence personally. Your closest friends are dogging out your tag team partner. Fuck that. Defend the championship. Yeah, yeah, your friends didn't get you these fucking belts. I'm trying to tell you, during this thing with FTR, yes, Adam Page cost the Bucks the match. But here's the thing. Adam... And the Bucks, they been ain't seen eye to eye. Yeah, they might be friends, they, but they been ain't seen eye to eye. Yes, FTR might have manipulated Adam Page into thinking he had friends, but it ain't like he costed Kenny a match. No. Why does it matter to Kenny who they face for the championship? Just defend the championship. But I wanted to defend against my friends. Fuck that. Defend, Fuck that. <laughs> defend your championship. <laughs> No matter what issue Paige had, Kenny always was doubting and was on the sideline and to some extent may have been siding with the opposition. Kenny is the ops. During, yeah, and I got more. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, he's more of the ops than FTR is. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Remember during Tag Team Appreciation Night when they were doing interviews for all the different tag teams? And they asked Kenny and Hangman, they asked Kenny who his favorite tag team is. You remember what Kenny said? The Bucks. And do you remember what Adam Page said? Us. I thought you were. I thought you were gonna say us. You know, I mean, I mean, we're. I mean, we're two singles guys. But I mean, yeah, right. What the fuck? That's lame. <laughs> That's lame as shit. Lame as shit. <sighs> and then the interviews on Dynamite. This past Dynamite, they did the Hangman Adam Page interview first. When Tony Schiavone asked Hangman Adam Page what he wants to do next, what did Adam Page say? Uh, get back into it. See, get see back what we into can do. it. Climb back the ranks and get our belts back. What did Kenny Omega's poser, selfish ass say? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and see how I can do the singles run. Oh man, if he wants to reconcile with me and the Bucks, he might just have to get other plans. What? I'm gonna go do uh, this on my own. I mean, I've I was brought in here. People had these big, you know, these ideas of who I am as a single star. Kenny. He cares, about, he cares about what people think about him too much. Way too much. Kenny, man, you are fuck. a poser. You're fake as fuck. I love you in the ring, but Hangman has to take your fucking head off. And I can't wait. Oh, man, I, I wish Hangman could hear this one. <laughs> Straight Bruh, up. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Hangman, I am rooting for for you. I know they tried to play it like you was crazy at the revolution match when you got the victory and you tease like you might fucking you know what I'm saying hit him with the uh what's the clothesline? Oh, buckshot. The, the buckshot lariat. I know he teased it, he might have looked like it, but here's the thing, man. You know why I'm not mad? You know, I was I was watching, I was like, damn, but you know why I'm not mad? He everything I'm saying about Kenny. Adam Page knows this. 
Yeah. He's he's been known since the fucking the 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 cruise. He when is they, known when they, as... like cuz they were kind of like they were kind of they weren't clicking during the cruise shit, mm-hmm. during the cruise match either, you know, yep. and like that's when Hangman walked off on him. And like this this isn't the first time that it shit ain't clicked like that, Facts. you know, like you can always see it in Hangman's face like looking at fucking Kenny like what the fuck is this motherfucker talking Bruh. about like He's looking at these flashy ass Bucks, Kenny Omega, and he knows he he doesn't he stands out. He's not the same as those guys. So he met he ran into FTR. Like he said, they look like him, they talk like him. He thought he might have found some friends that he could be friends with outside of the business, and they screwed him over, and he feels bad about that. But he didn't screw over his friends. Him and the Bucks, they weren't kicking it like that, and he didn't screw over Kenny Omega. He never screwed Kenny. So back seven months ago, when he almost maybe he thought about the buckshot layer, it's because he knew that Kenny Omega is a fucking poser and that Kenny does not have his best interest in mind. This is spicy. And I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait until what? Full gear is the next big show? Yes. Let them let them face off at full gear with 300 of AW's loudest fans. (laughs) Bruh, sign me up. Injected in my veins. I have a weekend where I have no shows in November. Hopefully, hopefully it's during then. I'll drive. I can't fly. I'll drive. Shit. Well, I know. It's about, it's about, well, for you, it'd be about 15 of them. It's yeah, twelve. It's a long one. <laughs> it is. We've done okay. a four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we fucking have. It is November seventh. Is AEW Full Gear twenty twenty? Um, now I do know that 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 weekend I'm talking about is like, actually I think it's Thanksgiving weekend, which is why, which makes sense. Um, <laughs> I don't have shows. Full Gear's November seventh. Uh, yes, November seventh. Okay, oh, that's so. It's not Thanksgiving weekend. It's the weekend after that I don't have shows. So, yeah, that, that November 7th is like actually a, Let's say, a full, dog, it's that's a the last. Day. That's the last weekend of my vacation. Oh, fuck. We'll talk it out. I might have to think. I might have to think. <laughs> listen, I might have to like build some trust up in some of my little staff to see if they can maybe run it a weekend on their own. Uh, we'll see, though. We'll see, though. <laughs> um, but, yeah, get Kenny Omega out of here, man. Yeah. Get him out. Uh, he's big time, biggest poser, shithead. See-through, fake ass. Get him out, man. Like, and, and, like, it's so fucked up, too, because, like, I guarantee there's so many people out there that think, like, it's the other way around. Or, like, not well, not necessarily calling Adam Page a poser, but, like, people think that Kenny is, like, the, like, the good guy. And he, he right. might look like the good guy. But he ain't. What is he weirdly long? What is weirdly long ass hair, man? That shit is. Hey, is it short? Is it long? Dying, it's a mullet, bro. Man, oh, makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> curly? Who has a curly? Are you, you, Kenny fucking man, Powers. Kenny fucking Powers, dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one Kenny Powers. Goddammit. Yeah, it ain't Kenny Omega. <laughs> no, it ain't. Holy shit, dude. I seen that shit, and I was like, yo, I'm about to go in on this boy. 
I seen that shit on Sunday. That bullshit temper tantrum. I'm yeah. I knew yo. I'm about to go in on this boy. He stormed off crying. Yeah. Yeah, and now you see the Bucks, right? We got to transition to the Bucks. And matter of fact, we'll transition to, uh, again, this wasn't my match of the night, but just because we're transitioning to the Bucks. The Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Um, I picked the Bucks, and, and you picked the Express. They, um, you know, well, first, you know, we'll stick with Sunday nights. That happened first. Kenny Omega's throwing his temper tantrum. And the Bucks, like, I mean, like, bro, calm down. Like, go talk to go talk to Adam. After they kicked him out of the Elite. Um, yeah, they care. yeah, if you're a hangman, oh, yeah, facts. What do you do if you're a hangman? Well, you go, go to the bar. <laughs> you yeah. I mean, like he left you hanging, bro. Yeah. Kenny yeah. did. And it seemed like the bucks were like almost taking Kenny's side or not Kenny's side, Adam's side. I mean, they didn't get into the limo with Kenny. And, but, but still, I mean, and it, I mean, like, the week before, Hangman cost him the match, and they're faking, bro. <laughs> and kicked him out of the group that he didn't want to be in in the first place. <laughs> yeah, he didn't give a fuck about their group. True. A bunch of posers. True. He was too real of a dude to call him a bunch of posers. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Listen, man, I can't front. In two years, when the elite get back together, I'm going to lose my shit. But for now... I'm enjoying this breakup. <laughs> what, dude, what, what is the OE right now even like? Bro, I mean, listen, Cody. It's, it's just the Bucks and Hank, I mean, Omega. And basically, because Cody said, you know, months back, he's like, am I even in the elite anymore? He's got the natural nightmare family. Um, and as you see, yeah, the core of the elite. I mean, they didn't get in the car with Kenny. So uh-huh. we don't quite know where that is. And clearly they kicked Hangman out. So the elite is in shambles, my guy. And, and bro, we didn't get to see that fucking that that crazy ass match either. Which one? The one right before COVID. The yeah, blood and guts. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know. But give it two years when they get back together. <laughs> that's gonna be fire. The whole ring's recovered blood. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, sticking with the Bucks, man, and their conflict on Sunday, they defeated Jurassic Express. But on Wednesday. They double super kicked Alex Marvez in the chest, dog. Fucked him up. <laughs> Listen, the elite are in shambles. The Bucks are obsessed with being the best, and they're seeing like, I mean, listen, we've we've seen this side of the well, we've seen glimpses of this in the Bucks of them being assholes. He pulled off Penta, Penta, Pentagon's mask in the ladder match last year, which you just don't fucking do. Don't do that. They are like they're baby faces because they're respective their in-ring work, but like they're naturally like West Coast poser douchebags. Yeah. Like 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 what like what everybody probably would assume like no just SCU, but like SCU to be like and And they uh, were that, but people loved them for it. Yeah, but like the Bucks are trying to do that shit now and it's like, oh man, like I'm looking I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how they handle it. Bro. Yeah, I love I I I'm rolling, man. <laughs> I am I am invested in this story. I am invested. I can't lie, man. man um, a couple weeks ago, man, the, the fall storylines, bro. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I I still haven't watched Raw or SmackDown, but reading up on the last two, 
Uh, Raw sounded like it was trash. It sounded like it was trash. It was. It was. It was a trash. Um, SmackDown, however, is sounding like not trash. Yeah. They, you know what? I got a DJ on Friday this weekend, so I can't watch it. But listen, they might they might get my eyes here pretty soon, my guy. I might have to like start watching like SmackDown on Mondays. <laughs> Mondays at seven. <laughs> uh, quick sidebar: I'm I'm not mad that Cedric Alexander finally decided to join the Hurt business, though. It's a good look. Yeah, real good look. Um, they might be the best thing on Raw. I mean, uh, if they were to actually, like, do it, um, Cedric uh, and Ricochet feud, that'd be pretty fire. That'd be fire. Yeah, yeah, That'd be, re- that'd be very fire. Very fire. Um, and, of course, you know, Bailey finally turned on my on, on Sasha, man. Man. Uh, seemed to take her out for a while. I know we're, I know this is the AEW recap, but, like, we're here now, man. Do you? I've had, I've seen some people, and it annoys me because you can't please wrestling fans. Um, no. I've had I've seen some people say that this was too soon. What do you say to that? I think it's perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I think I think Sasha is pretty fucked up from that attack. Yeah. So she's gonna take some time off. Yeah. So like, she won't be at Clash of Champions. Like, it's it's not gonna be Sasha and Bailey Clash of Champions. Right. Right. The closest thing I could see is maybe having a cell. Listen, I would love to see that in the cell. Like, I would love a, a just a standard one-on-one match, but I would, I mean, to answer my own question, no, this is not too soon. This has been... This has been built for a long fucking time. It's been two and a half years of, like, the natural ebb and flow of a relationship. I've been on here before... And said multiple times that you're the only friend that I've yelled at, that I that I yell at, <laughs> right? So there's natural okay, ebb and f- yeah. So there's natural ebb and flow in relationships. So all we did because we're used to we're used to WWE just hot shotting it. If they're beefing now, then they're gonna break up in a week, right? Yeah. But they they had their tension. They put it back together. They fought backstage mad violently. It made me emotional. And they got back together. They got back on track. Just the ebb and flow of a friendship. But now, and then that like, shit is split. Like, and then, like, was it, what was it, a week ago? Hmm. Or two weeks ago when, like, when Bailey was, like, slick talking shit. After she lost. After uh, yeah. Sasha lost. Yeah. 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 I thought it was going to, I thought it was going to go down right there. Listen, it's been I building. Up, I was like, yo, did you see that shit? Yep. <laughs> it's been building. And so and like I said, I, we said last week the week before, hearing Sasha call out for Bailey as she was trapped in the Oscar lock. She didn't do nothing. Sasha's the best, bro. <laughs> Sasha's the best. So, no, it's not too soon. The follow-up is key. How we follow up is going to be key. They can't rush it. They can't. They can't. It's the the follow up is going to be key. Otherwise, great stuff going on on SmackDown. SmackDown, they got my intrigue. Honestly, I don't even see. I don't even see Sasha fighting Bailey for the title. You know, I was going to get there too. So, do you think we see like Sasha cost Bailey the championship? Yes. 
Because part of me is like, you know what? Costing her the championship, which like which one is more valuable? Costing her the Cost- championship or taking it from her herself? Costing her the championship. You think 100%. it's more valuable? Yeah. I'm with you with that. I'm not I'm not mad at that. I could go either way. But plus, I mean, listen, this this feud That adds more to the feud costing y- her. Yup. Cause this feud doesn't need the championship. Nope. Like not this at all. this is bigger than over the title. So I mean, yeah, if she could cost Bailey a championship, put the championship on somebody else, you've created two feuds right there. One for the exactly. championship, so the championship can be freed, and then of course Sasha and Bailey, but because you can always go back to that. You can always go back to them for the championship. So, Or we could just have a shitload of triple threat matches. <laughs> That's probably what's going to happen. That'll probably be the option. That'll probably be the one. Yeah, that'll probably be the one. Um, but, yeah, man, taking us back to All Out, man, I like that little sidebar. Um, WWE being, being interesting. Uh, my match of the night actually was Moxley versus MJF. That was my second yeah, I that I really I really like that match, man. Um it was you know what? It was a simple but effective story, right? We talked about how um you know, my thought was that this match was going to be, you know, MJF's uh Mind Games 1996 match where we see how tough he is, how much he can fight and brawl. And we did see some of that, but it was more so like him being like a cerebral technical wrestler and making John Moxley fight his match because when he had Moxley in the ring he was holding his own once it did spill outside after he avoided it is when it kind of got a little messy for him that's when he got Moxley's world outside the ring yeah yeah I actually can't lie I was was a little good open dude say it again he split that motherfucker open dude (laughs) my boy was leaking wasn't he (laughs) My God, that, you know, that was that was like that was like Stone Cold during the fucking Bret Hart match back in the day. <laughs> that boy was leaking, right? <laughs> leaking, turn that the water real. off, man. Damn. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> I uh, I can't front. I was a little annoyed at how Moxley was like standing outside the ring. Like, come on, come outside the ring, bro. I'm like, okay, John. Like, just 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 go fight your match, like. You're the champion. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have to resort to fighting outside the ring. Like, go whoop his ass. You're the champ. Go whoop his ass. No, I. Well, I mean, he did. Have, he had the stipulation <laughs> of the uh, no paradigm shift. Yeah. And I, you know, that brings me to that too. I'm not sure that I like the finish. No, neither do I. Because MJF got beat dirty. He did get beat dirty. But because- on the on the same hand, though, I mean, I mean, how many times have how many times does MJF use Wardlow sure. to get a win? I can I can respect the fact that the Wardlow thing fell through. However, my issue is him using the paradigm shift when, like, it was clearly a banned move. I mean, it'd be maybe maybe it would be kind of WWE ish for them to look you know at the tape afterward and be like, oh no, he used the paradigm shift. We can't allow this. But like, we saw John Moxley beat. Uh, Brody Lee with a, a choke out, a rear naked choke. Yeah. So why couldn't he use that? Why couldn't he use that? Why couldn't he? You know, why? Matter of fact, if MJF is such a great wrestler, why don't we show how great a wrestler John Moxley is and have him beat him with like a wrestling move? And 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 it sucks too because I feel like that's like the feud is done. Like it's, oh, yeah. I feel like it's over. Yeah, it's over. It's over. 
you saw on uh, on, on Dynamite, uh, MJF fired his entire campaign staff. We saw another uh, another bit of tension between him and Wardlow. He did a girl dirty, Bruh. Yeah, yellow teeth. Yeah, he um, yeah. Man. There's there's words for that. <laughs> um, he kind of yeah. He he MJF'd. <laughs> he was mean. <laughs> yeah. So like, I I'm watching that and I'm picturing like. I'm trying to like POV through her point of view, and I've got this <laughs> this large man yelling in my face. I'm this small blonde woman, like it made me feel away, <laughs> <laughs> which it's supposed to. But like, it was a little uncomfortable. But you know, it was meant to be. I, I imagine. But yeah, MJF is good at his job, man. Oh, dude, he's a he's a king. <laughs> he's he's it's good at his job. Part- Motherfucker's only like twenty three years old too, man. Yeah. Like he's gonna yeah. he's gonna knock on wood. I hope like nothing like he doesn't have like a fucking injury or something. No like doubt. he's got he's got a long fucking career ahead of him of he phenomenal shit. And when he becomes AEW world champion, not if when he does He's gonna be the biggest fucking like I I thought Chris Jericho was the fucking biggest heel. Fuck that. Dude. MJF is Dude. the is the easily the biggest heel? I like, do back whenever fucking AEW first started. Remember that shit? People were getting pissed off because he was flipping off their fucking kids. And they yeah. go crying. Yeah, <laughs> like do do your job, big man. You, but, then you, but then you see that one of the little kid flipping MJF back off. Like yeah. fuck yeah, little kid. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> little man's new. When he wins it, it's got to be in front of a crowd. Oh yeah, has to be. Um, and hopefully like a full crowd if and when we ever get those again, but it's got to be in front of some kind of crowd. Um, yeah, he, he's, he, I mean, he's on the way up, nowhere to go, but up nowhere to go, but up, um, let's go to this match, man. what do you think of the Mimosa mayhem match? I incorrectly chose Chris Jericho. Uh, you chose orange Cassidy who won via orange punch, which I like. It's such a simple name. I like it. Uh, yeah. the orange punch, which knocked Chris Jericho into the mimosa. Um, yeah, what do you think of the match? I enjoyed it. It yeah. was honestly like I thought. I thought it was kind of basic. Yeah, but like it, they they got their point across, mm-hmm. you know. And MJ, I mean, shit, my bad, not MJF, but uh, <laughs> Orange Cassidy. He's, I mean, dude, he's just cool as fuck. Yeah, you know, and like, and like, I feel like he's kind of starting to get away from the too cool for school mm-hmm. type shit. Yeah, which like I hope he doesn't. But I mean, I guess we all got to grow every once in a while, you know. But well, you know, and, and kudos to Chris Jericho for like bringing out that extra dimension in Orange Cassidy. He kept using like insider terms for their feud, like he mentioned though. Know, over the last 14 weeks, that's that's very insider as far as yeah. like how long a few's in the last 14 weeks. We've done this and this and this. And he made Orange Cassidy a main event draw. Now, while I do like definitely agree, he's brought out extra size Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy like talked. I couldn't believe it. While he brought out more size Orange Cassidy, I still don't quite believe Orange Cassidy is like a main event guy. No. Um, but, you know, the feud itself was, was fine. The match, I think I was... Go ahead. The only thing that I didn't really like about the like like the only thing I could take away from the match is all the finishing moves getting used and people kicking out of them. That's about it. Yeah, 
I feel you there. I, um, you know, I was a little thrown off by just the stipulation of the match in the first place. Like, I get it. You know, champagne and orange juice, that makes mimosa, so it's natural. But for something like this, especially if the the point is to, you know, make Orange Cassie a main event guy, like, just have a match. Just straight up match. Just have a match. And even for me, I feel like, I mean, yes, Chris Jericho lost, but he wasn't pinned or submitted. So it made him still look, you know, Chris Jericho-ish. But I don't think that Orange Cassidy would have suffered had he lost the Judas effect and no. still got Orange, uh, still got Chris Jericho in the mimosa like my original prediction was. No, I agree with you 100%. Uh, otherwise, it was straight. Match was straight. straight bro. <laughs> Uh, what else happened, man? Matt Hardy smacked his dome. Bro. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. That was fucking heavy. Bruh. Like, bro, when I seen Aubrey throw up the X, I was like, holy shit. Like, are they just throwing up the X just to, like. Were they like, WWE Xing or. Exactly. Right. That's what I was thinking. Mm hmm. And then, um, like, this past week, well, I mean, yeah, this past week on Dynamite, like, I thought he was going to retire. True, true. He had to, he had to address it. <laughs> Fuck well, you know, because let me, let me ask you this, you know, because, like, watching it, like, you, I, and I, I watched it, and I saw some reviews thinking that, like, you know, that was just a spot in the match. But, like, huh. clearly, Matt Hardy, like, couldn't do things. And so what do you think about them continuing the match? Because clearly they went straight to the finish. They didn't do the match. They went straight to the finish. What do you think about them continuing the match? Honestly, I feel like that, like, that's up to the performers when it's actually happening. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, I feel like, honestly, I feel like there's, like, a little code they would do. Mm-hmm. To say, no, let's keep it going, you know? And then, so, like, because cause we, had, we had people on Matt after that, and we had people on Sammy after that, and they could relay those mass messages, you know what I mean? Not even being next to each other. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I feel like Matt was like, no, we can't stop this. Like, we, we have to keep going. What... <sighs> There'd be no way he would stop it, though, is my thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way a wrestler is going to be like, no, I can't go. Yeah, exactly. And so, to that end, I don't know how I feel. Because, like, clearly, clearly Matt Hardy was out of there. Yeah, no, he couldn't even fucking stand up. He was out of there. And so, like, and thinking back on it, like, they started a 10 count. Yeah. Like, they started a 10 count, and he got up at, like, 7 or 8. But, like, I've got visions of how he was flopping around and couldn't couldn't make it work, you know? Like, he, he was struggling. I, I'm on the fence because, yeah, it, it, it wrestles with scratching, but sometimes you got to save people from themselves. And I'd be like, well, and, like, and this might be fucked up, too, but, like, with, like, this is the first pay-per-view of AEW's had during this pandemic. So maybe in the back no, of his mind. No, they had mind, double or nothing. 
Okay, well, they had double or nothing, but like, well, still, either way, we don't have that many pay-per-views and AEWs we do for WWE. Maybe he was thinking, like, no, we can't fuck this up. Like, we got to keep going. And just, like, it's fucked up. Like, it's like, dog, you got a, you got a major concussion. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I mean, there's a certain toughness within just being a wrestler. And plus, that's Matt Hardy. He yeah. has made a 25-year career of, Putting his body on the line. <laughs> of this, right? <laughs> of this kind of shit. Um, I feel, I mean, I, less sorry for this person than, than Matt, but, like, I feel, I feel, I feel for Sammy Guevara a little bit. They couldn't get a full ass match. Well, Sammy Guevara has had a really tough ninety days. He has. Like he was suspended for comments he made years ago. He caught a little heat for throwing a chair at Matt Hardy, and then two, three weeks later, why am I laughing? Two or three weeks later, <laughs> this happens. Like, watching where the tables were set up, I don't want to say the word blame. There, there's responsibility. There should have been two tables set up. Well, they should have set them up just a little more responsibly. I There's a little bit of responsibility toward... You know what? There's responsibility three ways. There's responsibility toward Sammy Guevara for spearing him instead of kind of just falling off. But he had to make it look good, right? There's responsibility on the AEW staff for not better setting up the tables and better measuring that fall. And there's responsibility on Matt Hardy for going with the shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's crossing to the wind. He's he's at the mercy of Sammy Guevara and the spear. But he had to be like, yeah, let's do that shit. It looked good on paper. <laughs> But damn, it looked rough in in <laughs> live motion. So yeah, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. I mean, like, yeah, you said Sammy Guevara has has had a rough ninety days. I'm gonna say Matt Hardy's had a pretty rough month and a half, probably. <laughs> Boy, got the... major headaches. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Boy, as an Advil spokesman. <laughs> Holy shit, Motrin. <laughs> All the Tylenol, all the Aleve. That's real, man. I was trying to see how many headache medicines I could just spin off without thinking. Uh, that was that was four. Ibuprofen. Um, yeah, man. Weed. So, you said what? Weed? Weed. <laughs> True. True enough. Oh, my God, man. So, hopefully he takes the time, man, heals up. Uh, we saw him on AEW Dynamite proclaiming his next move is to get healthy and challenge for a championship. Um, you know, I could see him as a as a TNT champion. I don't quite see him as AEW champion, but he'd be a good TNT champion. Uh, I, I, uh, a recognizable name who can work. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm not mad at that. So... Uh, pushing forward, man, very briefly, um, I really, really liked, well, you know what? Let's start here. We'll start at the beginning, man. What'd you think of the Britt Baker, Big Swole, uh, tooth and nail match? I, I could, I could have lived without seeing it. Really? Okay. This is the one that I've been, like, been the most divisive on. Like, I, I've seen a lot of people who are like, man, I don't know. But like, I fucked with it. I liked it. <laughs> Her uh, Britt Baker's partner was just a 
bit too much for me. And yeah. honestly, I think that's what killed it for me. You know, I here's why I'm not mad at it. Because we know that Britt Baker has, you know, a, a confidant, right? Or at least someone she, she bosses around, right? And we also know that this match was no DQ. So, she can't cost her the match. So, we did have to find, you know, somewhat creative ways to make her a non-factor. So, whether it was Big Swole <laughs> knocking her out at the beginning... Big Swole knocking around in the middle of the match. Or Britt Baker just like, yo, beat it. I got this shit. I wasn't mad at, at how they had to get, at, you know, had to you know make that move to, to get to make her a non-factor in the match. Um, we both picked it wrong, by the way. We picked uh, Britt Baker to win. And, and Big Swole got the one, two, three after the, uh, the shot of Nova came to the thigh. And then the gas mask, which I thought was a very clever ending. It, that that was a, definitely a clever ending. Yeah, I'm not mad. You had a you had a dentist office. I mean, fuck it. Let's use dentist things. So use all the drugs. Yeah, man. And you know, <laughs> and 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 I and I know why we picked Britt Baker because they clearly see so much for Britt Baker, right? Clearly, but they made the right choice giving it to Big Swole because I it too. Yeah, I mean Britt Baker. She's she's. I mean that's Britt Baker, right? She's she's gonna she's gonna Britt Bake. But in, in, in knowing that, you still get the chance to, for one, build up another participant in the women's division because the women's division is somewhat thin. But also, Big Swole gets to get her redemption. Like, Britt Baker got her comeuppance in this feud. And so if they revisit it, Britt Baker has a reason to come back like, yo, you beat me before, but can you beat me in a straight-up one-on-one match, right? So if they want to expand this story later on down the road, they can. You've created a legitimate contender, Big Swole, who overcame Britt Baker and her confidant. They, I'm, I'm fucking with it. I'm looking forward to seeing what they got cooking up for us next with these two. Yeah, I'm not mad. We, we didn't see, we didn't see either of them on this, uh, this past Dynamite. Right, right, and uh, I believe that's because they, and that kind of lends to the reason why they made this a cinematic match. Is uh, apparently Britt Baker isn't quite healed up all the way. Um, but I mean, and I, you know, I'm not mad at AEW cinematic matches, not because it's AEW, but because they don't do their cinematic matches the same way. No, there's still a certain grit and realness to them. A little more <laughs> realness in professional wrestling. Who to thunk it? But there's a certain grit and realness to it. Um, they have the commentary. Do commentary. We're gonna shit all over. Uh, or I'm gonna shit all over commentary here in a bit. But go ahead. No, I, well, I mean, that, that's one of the things that, <clears throat> that is one of the things that I do love about uh, AEW cinematic matches, though, is that they still have commentary. Yeah, there's a certain grit and realness to it still. It's it's not like so much of a movie with it's 77, yeah, it's a fight that just happened to happen at a, you know, a dentist office with like spliced together scenes, but it's not like 77 angles and cuts and, yeah. So I'm 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 down, man. Um, but yeah, Britt Baker. I mean, she said that hey, I'll be, and she she was the first to mention All Out. This was back in like June. She said, "Listen, I'm gonna be at All Out." And so the thing that I respect the most 
about AEW and, and Tony Khan and just the entire organization is that the storylines they reward the they reward the watcher for watching. Yes, I mean just, just like just like you mentioned earlier, like how uh, Chris Jericho was talking about fourteen weeks ago. Yeah, uh, you know, like that that makes a lot of sense, and like yeah. like the the every week watcher, like the diehard fans. They, they pick up on that. They you know? know that a guy like me and a guy like you are going to remember that Britt Baker said, I'm going to be all out. And she said it three months ago. <laughs> right. And like, and maybe even like for the new people that watch it, like whenever yeah. they hear something like 14 weeks ago, they're Facts. like, dang, I need to go back and watch that. Facts. Yup. See where this all started. Yup. Like dead ass. I still want to know what Daniel Bryan's announcement was. Shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm forever gonna figure that out. I still want to know what that was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, AEW yeah. stays up with their storylines, and they and reward you for they reward you for watching. If there's a satisfaction and there's a fulfillment, even if it's not the ending you want, you still get a fully fleshed out story that that rewards you and appreciates you for getting this far. Yes. So, I'm with it, man. Um, speaking of the women's division, uh, Hikaru Shida defeated Thunder Rosa. Uh, really, really liked that match. I actually thought it was spoiled for me. Uh, really? And then, and then I, well, because I was uh, just scrolling through my time. I got to <laughs> listen. I can't scroll through social media at all because I had to watch the show on Sunday versus Saturday. Um, and they said I saw something about it said a uh, Thunder Rosa becoming a double champion. And I was like, damn, man, spoiled that shit. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and so I, I was like, yo, all right, let me watch the match anyway. And I like the match, man. Great match. Um, I think we overlook it because it's the AEW women's division. And I think that's, a, that's where they need to kind of tighten up some. But honestly, you can make an argument that this might have been like second best match of the night. Some would say best match of the night. Um, it was pretty good. But then I realized, or I realized like after the match was over, um, during commentary, Excalibur said that Thunder Rose was an NWA champion, but also she's another champion in another promotion. So she is a double champion. She was going for her third title. I, so that's why you that's why that's why you thought you got spoiled. That's why I thought I got spoiled because I didn't know she was a champion in another in another in another company. Um what do you think of that match overall? I thought it was good. I mean like I didn't I thought it was good. Yeah. We know we know you hate the women. Man, see, why you can't bring that up? I don't hate the women, dang it. Because, man, I got I to gotta create the narrative. <laughs> I love the these, women. got to create these narratives. But uh, just, some, sometimes it just looks a bit like, like they're waiting on the spot, you know? And, true. like, and like, and, and I'm a bad nitpicker. Like, if I see you wait, like, waiting on the spot, like, even that one second of pause kills it for me. It's like, God yeah, yeah. damn it. Feels like a private party match. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, and really quickly, Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and uh, the Natural Nightmares defeated the Dark Order. Um, I we really liked. Yeah. We did. We did pick them to win. We did pick them to win. Watching the match, I was like, Nah, man. I think Dark Order might have this, but I like how they oh. end. You know, Natural Nightmares and, and Company took the win. I like the post match story of Evil Uno kind of uh consoling Colt Cabana. We see the first, you know, uh semblance of of who Brody Lee really is gonna be toward Colt Cabana when it's time for it. 
Um, but I mean, he did have it. He did set it up for him. <laughs> yeah, he had it set up. Um, and Coca Man kind of blew it. And then you see uh, on Dynamite, you, you uh, the the story continued. Uh, Brody Lee defeated Dustin Rhodes, and he he didn't want Colt Cabana around. Yo, that match was actually pretty decent. It was, it was, it was. I'm not mad. Like, I, man. I was I was pretty surprised about how that match. Like I I honestly didn't like the finish. The super kicks into the clothesline. Yeah, everything before the finish I thought was fucking great. I like how they booked Dustin Rhodes. Like, Me too. like Dustin. When Dustin wins, it's because he used his veteran wiles over like a younger competitor on the way up. But if he's fighting like an, an in his prime Brody Lee, um, or an in his prime Cody, like he's going to put up a fight because that's the natural Dustin Rhodes. But he's probably not gonna win because he's like fifty two. <laughs> and he stayed into <laughs> that sounds crazy, but like he stayed in the match this long because he's a veteran and knows how to last. He was finding a way to outsmart you. Um, I love how they book Dustin. I love it. I'm glad, I'm glad he stuck around. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I wish they would have given Scorpio Sky a little more of a, a light during that eight man tag. I feel like he didn't get enough shine. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. It was a fun match. Yeah. I got to say this, though. If there was one thing throughout the night that kind of threw me off, man, um, it was commentary. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I know, like, cause I, I watched it Sunday morning. Yeah. And, like, there was just a couple times, like, I had to rewind and be like, what the fuck? Like, what? What did they just say? You, like, what it is, is, like, JR, the biggest culprit, I'm going to start with this. The biggest culprit is JR. I love JR. We love all JR. The biggest culprit is JR. JR and Tony Shivani have seen it all. They're old school, and so it makes them a little bit jaded. And so when they see like the Tope Suicida, or <laughs> which you'll see for it's like AEW's Frog Splash. They see a Tope Suicida, or they see like a spot in a match that psychology wise doesn't really make sense. I feel them on that part, but they don't. They still gotta sell it. Yeah, they still have to sell it, and they don't. They kind of undermine Excalibur when Excalibur is trying to sell it. Excalibur does a good job. He does. I, I'm not mad. He, he, he's got some things about him like eh, I could do with, do with, do without. But as far as selling the in-ring action, he's the guy. Jr. and Tony. They sell the story beautifully, but the in-ring action they kind of take away from a little bit. It's it's like we need like another guy like Excalibur with Jr. or Tony. Like oh, like like we're gonna have to get rid of Tony or Jr. But it's obviously gonna be Tony over Jr. I think what it really needs is Jr. Just needs to understand what, I, and that I'm talking a little too hard. There can only be one A Mike. Exactly. That, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. And Jr. can't relinquish. Now, of course, he's the veteran play-by-play guy, but that's not fair because Tony is too. But Tony, he was away from the business for so long that he can easily relegate himself to being the C Mike, to being Mike Tanay. 
Exactly. JR, yeah, he did some B Mike stuff in New Japan and WWE, but he's the legendary guy. He's having a hard time relinquishing the A Mike to Excalibur to where, yeah, he's getting over the in ring story kind of well. He's totally taken away from some of the points that Excalibur wants to make, but also, he's also just talking too much. I, I I wonder how he would feel like like if that was brought up to him, like how he would take it. I, would, I feel like he'd be like completely open about it. He's he, he's gonna take it like shit from me. <laughs> but no no no, like, no like, like how he would react to like someone telling him to, like he need to like he need to like kinda like get into it a little bit more and like yeah. just you, you know what I'm saying? No, like, I, I absolutely, you? I absolutely feel you. Because the thing is, it's not even just Excalibur. Like those weeks that Excalibur was gone, and Taz was on TV. Like you could sense that Taz is like, "Yo, I am so done with doing commentary with Jr." Yeah. <laughs> like Taz for the life of him was trying to get it back on track. And Jr. Of course, he's happy to be there. Nothing wrong with that. But like, past past the rock. Pass the rock a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Tope Suicida, we're going to see four of them. But, like, this is the company you sign with, homie. This is who you sign with, my guy. I just listened to his uh, his second book, Under the Black Hat. I just finished that today on audio, on, uh, on Audible. Uh, good book, man. Good book. Is it? Yeah. I it, it, it's it's got a different feel from the the paperback, not the paperback, but the hard copy which I haven't of course I haven't read the read the book, but yeah, man, it's a good listen. It's a good listen. Does, does he tell the whole like does is he the narrator of it? He is. He is. Nice. He is. Yeah. About uh I want to say 9 or 10 hours total. Yeah. Uh but yeah, man, really really solid. A couple couple behind the scenes looks. Um stuff that happened after WWE, stuff that happened with his with his with his wife. Um yeah, man. Yeah, good book. I got Slobber Knocker on Audible too. I gotta listen to that one. But uh, yeah, quick plug for for Under the Black Cat. I'll be expecting to check in the mail. <laughs> so, um, anything else we missed? I think we've hit all the AEW news. Yeah. Yeah, I think we have. I think so, man. Um, real quickly, man, we've got a new NXT champion. Two-time, two-time champion Finn Balor. He defeated Adam Cole uh, in the... <laughs> I, I was expecting this match to go on last, so it was spoiled for me. I got in late, um, but it went on first. Uh, did you see the match? How'd you like it? I seen it. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, but... Like, I don't know. Like It just didn't like... It just, it just, it just didn't click for me. I don't know. Some was missing. Like, yeah, like, I mean, like, I liked how they, like, and I, and I said it earlier about, like, uh, how I didn't like how they're using, like, kicking out of finishing moves, but I feel like this match, like, it was, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. You know? And, I don't know, like, I liked it. I'm glad Finn won. That's who, that's who we both picked. Yeah. But, uh. I don't know. Honestly, I like the uh, the cage match better. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe Mercedes Martinez has been kicked out of the Robert Stone brand. Yes. Um, 
I don't know where that brand is going. A, since, a lawsuit has been filed. <laughs> yeah. Ever since Chelsea Green left, that, that whole brand has been up in the air. Like, they don't know what to do. Shit has been in shambles. Shambles. Um, yeah, man. You know, you know. yeah, Finn, Finn took it. Very, very solid affair. Uh, Adam Cole looks like he's, he's, he's uh, on the way to that baby face turn. It's on the way. Um, on the way. What do you think is next for Finn? Who, who does Finn take on next? It's really hard to say. Honestly, yeah. this is going to sound weird, but Austin Theory. That huh. dude won a fucking hell of a match against Bronson Reed. Did you watch that one? I caught most of that one, yeah. Yeah. Dog, did you see how white in the face he was after he picked that motherfucker up? Like, uh-uh. <laughs> Bro, like, no, like, he looks sickly. Really? Like, okay. like, like, dog, like, yeah, like, he, that, like, that took, took it all out of him. Dude. Like, he was like a fucking ghost. Like, after he picked <laughs> that dude up, like. Damn, okay. And, like, He's selling it. And, like, I mean, the fucking kid's only, like, 23 years old, just like MJF. Right. And, dude, he put, he put on a hell of a match against fucking Bronson Reed, man. I got to give it to him for that. From what I saw, I liked it. Yeah, from what I saw, I liked it, man. He, um, his call-up to Raw seemed a little premature for me anyway. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not mad um, at him being on NXT. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have predicted that. Austin Theory and Finn Balor, that might be kind of tight. Um, yeah, man, I mean, because TakeOver, I believe, is in like six weeks, maybe. Five, six weeks. So we've got some building up to do. Um, yeah, definitely got some building up to do. Uh, have we missed anything else, man? I think we've touched on everything in the world of wrestling. We had our little Raw SmackDown uh, um, rant sidebar. That's the word I was looking for. Sidebarrington. I think I think we hit it all. I think we hit it all, man. With the stockings on. Um, I'm just gonna say that yes, man. Because you're my because you're my guy. Air five. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, big man, let me know how to get reach on the social medias, dog. You got it, amigo. You motherfuckers can find me on Snapchat. Yes. And moffed up 316 M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. Then also, you motherfuckers can find me on Twitter and the Instagrams. Yeah. At a motherfucker, A underscore M-A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. No doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter and the instant grams at Juvi Desayuno. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Great content. You listen to us on either Spotify or maybe Google Podcasts or maybe Breaker or maybe even Anchor. So many different ways to uh, to get in touch with us, man. To to uh, let yourself be heard. Um, we've got a few weeks, man, until the next show, Night of Champions, or is it Clash of the Champions this year? It's Clash of Champions this year, uh, coming later this month. AW Full Gear being November. Next NC Takeover is going to be in October. So we got a few weeks before we touch down again, man. I was thinking about maybe another Q and A episode, if maybe we can I'm squeeze that in. Um, but yeah, man, let us know what you think, man. There's so many different ways to get a hold of us. Great content, heartwarming content, heart building content, content with no stockings, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Cause we are fucking broke. I'm broke. <laughs> Nigga, I'm broke. 
Until next time, I am your guy Juve. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner. Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.